0: You my motherfucker! What you gonna do, Jerry? Show me the money! Congratulations, you're still my agent. Feel the
1: need for aid, for speed.
2: Ow! First, take a big step back and literally FUCK YOUR OWN FACE! we're scores. Shall we? Shag now.
0: It's a shame that he wasn't born on the 4th of July, because 24 hours earlier, 58 years ago, a bona fide American-made movie star was born. He's a man who since his early days of Tropic Thunder pours endless love into his acting career, a move many consider risky business. But he's made all the right moves on the road to becoming the top gun of Hollywood. Reading his IMDb Minority Report, Whether fighting in the War of the Worlds or on the edge of tomorrow, anyone who doesn't respect his career must have their eyes wide shut. Today, pour yourself a cocktail and raise a glass to Tom Cruise, one of the few good men and women to have changed Hollywood forever. The fallout and collateral damage of Tom Cruise's success is the uncertainty whether anyone will ever come close to replicating it. That would be Mission Impossible. I'm Reese. Welcome to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, celebrating all things Tom Cruise. Hello, everyone. Join me today. I've got three fabulous guests, um, all of which are brilliant members of the Tom Cruise Appreciation Society. And I'll start off with Jump Cut Plays Editor-in-Chief and Podcast Editor. We've got Sam. Hello, Sam. Hi. How are we all doing? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you?
3: I'm really good. I've been playing a bit of Hitman 3 in various increments.
0: <laughs> I've heard you had an, an interesting evening, to be fair. Just a little bit. An electrical
3: fire happening <laughs> in another block, and <laughs> I had to go and see what was happening.
0: Well <laughs> worried about you, but I guess in that way, if it was a fire, you being the Tom Cruise of the situation could <laughs> run out and save the day, I guess. Uh, That's true. That's <laughs> why I was there, just in case they needed support. Ex- exactly, exactly. You were just a tribute to Tom Cruise to the end. <laughs> um also with us today we do have a jump cut writer and regular podcast
4: guest we've got chris hello chris hello how are we doing i'm good thanks how are you yeah good excited to dive into uh, mr cruz's filmography yeah i think we
0: all are because i think he's had quite an impact on all of us in various ways um and he's just a, a pretty impressive guy um do you have any kind of films you're looking forward to talking about
3: um, to i mean
4: i absolutely love the mission franchise um, mm-hmm. Minus Mi Two, I think the rest are all spectacular films. So um, <laughs> yeah, well Mi Two is okay, but I mean, I absolutely adore the other, whatever it is, five um, and counting. So yeah, looking forward to diving into those.
0: Very nice, very nice. And also joining us today, returning from a jump cast um, hiatus, um, he is finally back with us. We do have
2: Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. How are you? More importantly. Oh yeah, I'm good now. Yeah. To 2021. Yeah. Woo!
0: Welcome to the actual world. And we're, in, we're recording this on the date of um, the end of a certain dictator's reign in America. Um, so we're all feeling the good vibes then, aren't we? <laughs> um, but anyway, like I said, today is going to be celebrating all things Tom Cruise. Um, he is just a man that if you don't like him, you've got to at least respect him for what he's done. Um, he has just made his mark on cinema in such a massive way over the last... 40 years of his career that we thought we'd take this time to celebrate him because this year he does have many kind of anniversaries like top gun came out 35 years ago this year mission impossible came out 20 plus years ago this year and it's just a pretty kind of cool way to celebrate him um so i thought i'd start off with um you sam Okay. tom cruise what does he mean to you oh, tom cruise is just like
3: one of if not the last proper quote-unquote movie stars Like, when you think of big Hollywood-like movie stars in the traditional sense, like, blockbusters, big movies, like, Tom Cruise comes to mind, like, instantly. And, like, I do think he's kind of the last of that kind of breed of actors that are still going. And we were saying today, like, um, yesterday, sorry, that um, he's one of those actors that, like, more than anyone else, I think, like, lives and breathes films like mm. he cares so much about making them and it's it's really infectious and i do think like it comes across in his huge filmography but yeah, yeah. i'm really excited to
0: talk about him he does he definitely lives and kind of lives and dies by it i mean he's dealing with covid better than our bloody prime minister is right now on his, <laughs> cinema, on his next film so i mean he deserves everyone's uh, respect um chris tom cruise what are your thoughts on the
4: man himself I think the same really like he's an absolute star I mean I obviously don't necessarily agree with everything he he says and does but I think in terms Mm. of his output it's just consistently good and you think he's probably the ingredient that binds all of that together like he's worked with just you know the absolute best directors um and I'd I'd be hard-pressed to find a film I don't like that I've seen with him in I've, Mm. I've probably avoided the not so good ones but there's not many of those even either I don't think so
0: but that is true. I was looking at his kind of IMDb today, and I think you could argue that stuff like Night and Day wasn't his finest yeah, work. Yeah, I've seen a bit of
4: that, actually, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that and Rock of Ages, I think. Uh, aside from that, I mm. would really struggle to name one I didn't like or, mm. you know, that's not critically acclaimed, really.
0: Yeah, um, I think in terms of, like, kind of his success record, in terms of he's made probably over 50 films at this point, and I'd say you could name 40 at least good ones. Yeah, I'd say so, easily yeah he's uh, he's pretty cool uh and dave i know you were very excited about tom cruise when i announced this in our kind of organizing chat on twitter a few weeks ago and um, what does tom cruise mean to you as a cinema fan
2: well he's a brilliant lunatic isn't he he's, uh, <laughs> he's everything that you want your um hollywood actors to be like good on screen but absolutely mental off it mm uh keeps life interesting not for us but himself as well and the people around it so yeah don't agree with all his uh, views and his um religious beliefs no. but but on camera he's just like Sam was saying he's um he's he's a, he's a he's old school isn't he he's a, every every release of his is a big deal and he always tries to bring the uh the circus with him yeah um like it, from trailers to posters to the just the way it's the, the films are set out he's just Yeah, there's no one else quite like him or does what he does Mm. and puts himself in his body through the action, and he seems to be getting more crazy. Oh my God! Yeah, (laughs) God bless him.
0: You know, (laughs) I think we'll get into kind of his craziness, kind of on camera. Like we've just, like I know you and Chris just said that maybe off camera he's not maybe the best man, kind of with weird views and stuff. However, in terms of an actual man who is committed to just the art of cinema. And the art of entertaining the masses in the best way he can—he's pretty much unrivaled, I think. Um Yeah,
2: he think he cares about one thing, one thing only, and that's pretty much the fans and yeah. the audience. Um, I don't think he cares that much about anything else. <laughs> Obviously, you can tell by his little rant recently, but mm. yeah, his one, his one—it's the fans. It's for us. Yeah. So his career is for us. So God thank you tom cruise <laughs> well hopefully that's
0: what this podcast is going to be it's just a one big thank you to him for all he's done for hollywood and for cinema over the last 40 years of his career um so i asked the lads today to come to the table with uh two of their favorite tom cruise pictures um because he's had a varied career he's dipped his toes into all sorts of genres whether it's he's going for kind of academy awards with kind of kubrick type stuff or he's going for mental sci-fi when he keeps dying over and over again and just all anything in between he's just he does not have a kind of a single mode he's just he works in whatever he wants to kind of do next and he's quite an interesting guy on in that regard um so i know uh i'll go back to sam I'll go, do a full circle then so i know we'll talk one about, about one of yours later i think because i know what one of your choices is going to be um but what is your kind of other most favorite tom cruise role performance film uh,
3: so I did pick three, but because I'm guessing the other one you want to talk about later is collateral. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other two I did pick. I'll I'll do an honourable mention. So the honourable mention is Vanilla Sky. Really. Um, the Cameron Crowe film. Yeah, I really like that film. I think it's really underrated. Um, what? but yeah, talk to t- keep why? <laughs> I don't know. I've I've watched it a few times, and there's just something about like Tom Cruise in that film. It's it's almost kind of meta in a way because he's He's playing like a very slick kind of debonair guy and he's got a bit like a cockiness about and i think tom cruise's performances in these films are kind of like son like synonymous with that kind of attitude like he's the mm. handsome slick kind of spy dude and although he's not a spy in that film i actually can't remember what career is in that film it's been a while since i've seen it but i don't know there's kind of like this meta element to it and cameron is like a really interesting director as well i mean as of late he's on a bit of a, a rocky path but um <laughs> <laughs> to say the least but yeah like in that kind of period where he's not like almost famous and Vinny Sky I think it's really interesting pointing Tom Cruise's career as well because he's just kind of like hot off a of Mission Impossible 2 and an Eyes Wide Shut a few years before that um, yeah it's just a really interesting point in his career but um, yeah. my actual proper mention then um, which I know we're all going to talk about this franchise a lot is, is the first Mission Impossible film the Brian De Palma directed one
2: mm-hmm. so good so good <laughs> good pick <laughs> why
0: why the first one and what makes that one just so special for you?
3: Well, I'm a big like Brian De Palma fan as well. Like he's such an interesting director, he's got this very big love for Hitchcock and all things like that style of filmmaking and it's just such an interesting choice when you think of it at the time, like the mid nineties with blockbusters and action balls coming around and you kinda had like the ear of the John Woo action film, which is funny because then he would then direct Mission Impossible Two. Mm. And you get him to kind of come on and direct it and bring that kind of flavor to it, and he really doesn't want to like adhere to the TV show. Like there was a lot of shtick at the time because they kind of went away with the kind of rules of the TV show and who, which character should be what. Like, there's a big thing with John Voigt in particular because he was a, a baddie in the film and he's not in the TV show and, like, the original actor came out and called Brad Palm like, an idiot or something. <laughs> and then with Tom Cruise as well at that point in time, he, he just started, like, his own production company and this was one of the first films he kind of got involved with. Um, but, yeah, that film, just in general, like if, when you compare it to the other two, um, the other, like, five, sorry, um, It's so interestingly directed. It's got much more of um, almost kind of like a mystery feel to it than the others. The others are much more kind of action-centric. I think Rogue Nation and Fallout kind of lean a little bit more towards the um, kind of Brian De Palma-isms, if you will. Like, there's even callbacks to the score and stuff in Fallout um, Mm. from the, the De Palma film. But, yeah, I just think it's so interesting. You get, like, an auteur like De Palma to do a big action blockbuster. And and that calls to like the franchise as well. Like, in general, just to touch on it quickly, like, each film up, up until the recent ones had a different director that brought a different flair to it. And I think it's just interesting to compare it to the others in that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've sold that really well. I think I'm with you that De Palma is a really interesting choice because he's just not, you know, he's, his film kind of filmography is so varied anyway. Mm. And yet he made this film that was a a PG and yet he includes a scene where a guy gets a spike through his face. <laughs> 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 this, he's a really really interesting filmmaker. Um Dave or Chris, I'll go I'll go Dave first. What are your thoughts on the first Mission Impossible?
2: Um I think it's a great film. I don't think I'm quite in the love of it with Sam mm. but as a start point from a for a franchise from, from where it's gone to, to now yes yeah it it stands the test of time you watch it back now and it it plays so well mm. and what it did so well back in the day is that it killed all the famous people off in yeah the first mm. sp- spoilers mm-hmm. in the first 20 minutes all the people you thought would be there till the end oh no 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 they all get wiped out um, <laughs> and and also the end for the channel tunnel is a great set piece and let's talk about set pieces the bit when he's dangling is now uh-huh. iconic is yeah it? that yeah. is a complete bit of cinema history that is yeah and the sweat, it's, and it's so well done. Well, it's De Palma's brilliance, mm. um, that scene. And the music, that, that theme tune.
0: Iconic, was, yeah. Was,
2: everything about it is pretty much iconic. The, the, uh, the smashing of the, uh, the, the fish tank. Oh, my God, yeah. It's a great scene. Yeah. <laughs> the more I'm talking about, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a good scene. I like that one. So, yeah, it's a great film, great picture. <laughs> uh, Chris, <laughs> thought of Time possible? Um, I think it's,
4: it's the one I watched first. Obviously, it's iconic. I think, obviously, the action side of the later ones has have surpassed the first one um mm-hmm. and i think they leap to mind um more instantly but yeah i do really i have a lot of soft uh a lot of love for the first one i love how it's kind of a, and sam mentioned this a throwback to kind of old school spy spy films you know like the early bond mm-hmm. films rather than the kind of you know mad max john wick vibes you get off the later ones <laughs> um i think the restraint is really impressive and the set pieces that then have more chance to kind of um show off mm. With like the helicopter scene, the the you know the dangling to get the knock list. Oh, it's just great. It is. It
0: is really <laughs> good. And I guess we could use this to kind of just to talk about the whole franchise as a whole because it's had a strange kind of run. And I think after Mission Impossible Two, like you said earlier, Sam, with John Woo, I think it was in danger of not carrying on because it was quite a big gap between mission bottle two and three yeah and then mission bottle two happened and jj abrams kind of took the reins and took it to a different direction and had an amazing seymour performance in it by the way like mm-hmm. he's yeah. such a good yeah he's that, absolutely superb in that he's brilliant in that. and then you've also got and then uh ghost protocol has him jumping off a fucking building <laughs> um <laughs> yes. and it, the way he just managed to in that series managed to somehow one-up himself every single time he comes out onto the screen like in the last one, he literally skydives and does that run across the rooftops in London and does an actual motorbike chase. Like he's just an insane person, but the and he does it all
2: himself. Yeah, it's
0: incredible. It is. It is amazing. And I think the fact that kind of he trusts himself and the directors trust him so much to do this stuff that he takes everything so seriously that the the franchise of Mission Impossible would not be the same without him at the front of it.
2: It's possibly one of my favorite franchises now. Like, mm. I think, I think I prefer them to the Bonds or the Bournes. It's just oh. so much fun to watch. Mm. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you say that. I'm not
0: sure. I disagree with you. I think they've all obviously Bond, Bourne, and Mitch Possible do different kind of things for the spy genre. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think the Bourne is a very self serious vibe. Bond obviously varies between being completely insane and very serious, and then Mitch Possible just kind of has that kind of knowing mix of the two at all times i think and i just think yeah I, I, you know what i think i agree with you i think yeah good claim Thanks.
3: <laughs> i definitely it's think got be-
2: it's got better as well yes yeah, I think. yeah which is for a film that's what six seven films in now it's mm. insane and it's still it's still relevant and it still holds up and it's still growing and still getting new audiences mm. that's, that's it it's a test of time, though. It's it's it just keeps getting... and I can't wait for the next one. Oh my god! I'm not quite sure how they're going to improve. Yeah. On the last one mm. on Fallout, how they're going to improve the skydiver? They're going to have to. They are going to space, aren't they? Is that official now? Uh,
3: <laughs> I might... don't think that's in Mission possible. I know that he's Tom Cruise is making a film with James Cameron. I think. Or Doug Liman. No, one of the two. Doug Liman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Dougal... and that's in space.
0: Because yeah. why not? <laughs> yeah. Bagnetic. But then I think that is again Tom Cruise is always trying to pioneer something new, isn't he? He's always at the front, at the kind of the forefront of trying new things with cinema, and I think, yeah,
2: he he doesn't. He doesn't stand still. He kind of grows with the audience. Mm. He listens and watches what the audience want, and he thinks, okay, we can't do a a slow thriller now. That doesn't seem to be the way. Um, And he's also done quite clever with directors. He seems to pick the directors. Is that right, Sam? yeah, he, yeah, he has mission. a very
3: direct like, hand in picking the um, the directors for the Mission Impossible mm. franchise. I think that's why Macquarie's obviously returned like as many times as he has done
2: now. Because they have such a good relationship. Yeah. yeah. So obviously getting Brian's apartment, John Wu. these are not... JJ at the time was, I think, quite a new director. Right? Yeah, he was young at the time. It yeah. was his first film, I think. Tra- JJ.
4: Yeah, it was. There, He'd yeah, only been lot- uh,
3: directing Alias up until then.
2: Yeah. He must have really loved Alias. <laughs> a lot of trust. In that, and Brad Bird hadn't done a lot for, as in live action. Had he at that? Point? No, I think or... he
0: was coming off Incredibles at the time yeah. when he made Ghost Incredibles Protocol. Incredibles
4: and Ratatouille, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> was, there, I know,
3: was I? That... Could, I could be wrong, but was Ghost Protocol Brad Bird's first live action, or was that Tomorrowland? I think uh, Ghost Protocol's definitely before Tomorrowland.
4: So yeah, I, so I think yeah, it. Is. I think it probably is that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Cool, isn't it?
0: I, I just, I like the idea that Tom Cruise is watching a film, being like, "I like this film. I'll ring the director and then go to my next film." Like, he's I'd just... like to think that he was watching the INJ j and he's just like, you know, Brad Bird.
3: This is the guy. Yeah, <laughs>
0: this, That's the guy.
2: I love the fact that Tom Cruise watches films because you hear a lot of actors that are like, "Oh, I don't watch myself or other things." Mm. Like, well, this man clearly does. He watches everything. Yeah. Like he's there was
0: an idiot. no, I know, and there was that video that went viral last year. Me and me and Sam's favorite thing ever was when Tom Cruise went to London and and he saw Tenet with his mask on and he was like, awesome, best one ever. It's great to be back
3: in the cinema, people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was the validation I needed to know that, yes, Tenet is good because Tom Cruise likes it. So that's (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if he understood it, though.
2: Oh, he did. He understood every word of it. Yeah. Him and his supersonic ears. He (laughs) He loved it.
0: (laughs) um so moving on so we'll try to avoid kind of mr possible a bit going forward but uh chris come to you this time do you have any particular favorite tom cruise films performances or anything like that
4: uh, i like the as i said earlier i kind of like all of them minority reports one that stands mm. out i think i've only seen it a couple of times but i absolutely loved it and i'm probably due a, a revisit um yeah it's just great it's, it's quite unlike the other spielberg films of that era um because it's quite dark and you know the type of sci-fi they were going for was really interesting, and I really like Philip K. Dick stuff as well. So mm-hmm. um, naturally worked, and it's just a great Cruise performance, I think. It's very tense, mm, and I that was so. that was in the middle of him working with all these, you know, great directors. I think he'd done Valilla Sky at that point, so he'd yeah. worked with Cameron Crowe, uh, Spielberg, obviously, and then he would just worked with Kubrick. So this was kind of him working with as many interesting directors as possible.
2: Um, mm. He's he's worked with so many. He assistants. has, yeah, yeah not, he has there's not a lot that he hasn't worked
4: with with scorsese as well obviously
2: yeah
4: yeah um yeah he's he's worked with most of the big ones um but yeah so uh, minority report uh, edge of tomorrow is another one i really like as well Mm -hmm. Uh, sort of another sci-fi but yeah that's really that's really good um and i'm hopeful that the sequel if it happens is good as well um yeah but i kind of feel it wrapped up nicely so i don't know if we need a sequel (laughs) but that was you know (laughs) that was that was really good um so I think those two kind of are his sort of sci-fi action films. Yeah. I was going to say, I think he's chosen
0: two really interesting sci-fi films to do. Like, yeah. Oh, and With and, um, Edge Tomorrow.
4: War of the Worlds as well, obviously. Um, yes. Which I've not seen. Well, I've seen bits of, and that does look <laughs> interesting as well. It's another, Spiel- another <laughs> Spielberg one.
2: Yeah. It is. Got some- The beginning's brilliant. Oh, when he had the... The alien bit when it first hits is yeah, it's, it's great.
4: I was going to
0: bring that up later because that oh, is that's probably my pick for one of my favorites. In that the first hour alone, just when oh. the aliens land and all the bodies start kind of getting shredded and just turned to dust, you just think this is insane. And it it's just... a really
2: good uh, like recreation of uh, of an old novel, uh, but, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, it's just amazing what they did to um, put it in nowadays so it kind of feels like this would definitely happen Mm. to us that's that's how it would go down well because i know at the
0: time when war of the worlds was written originally it was a radio play and people listened to it and panicked thinking it was actually real because it was just so convincing and then you watch that film and it does feel so kind of authentically scary and it's it really kind of gets under your skin of this is this is what people would be doing in this horrible situation um and yeah i think Talking about the sci-fi he's done, I think he's picked some really interesting choices. Like Minority Report is, I think it's awesome. I think it's one of Spielberg's actually kind of more underrated and yet probably in my kind of top 10 Spielberg films. Yeah, definitely. Because it is so different and he has kind of, just the way the whole, the world looks with it, he's kind of built with him and the whole idea of the precogs and everything. And it's a bit kind of time travel and I just, you know, love anything about that. But yeah, Minority Report's a really good choice. Um, Sam, have you got Minority Report thoughts or hot takes or anything? Yeah, I, I love Minority Report. I think
3: it's a, a great Spielberg film, and I, I love all like the production design as well. Um, mm. By Alex McDowell, he did um, production design on Fight Club and, and Man of Steel and, and Terminal. As at uh, the Terminal um, with Tom Hanks oh, as G. well. Yeah, um, it's a really good pick. And again, there's good set pieces in that film too. Mm. Um, like the uh, is it the car factory? fight scene where Colin Farrell oh, is, like yeah. chasing him and, oh, and yeah. the jetpack as well. He like gets That's hold really of that off one of the um I forget what they call now, the like the police kind of department people in that film, but um he steals one the jetpacks off of them. And then on a little side note as well My Minarot Report, there was a, a really good PS two game for it. It was had everybody runs. Yes,
4: I had that, it was sick. I didn't even know there was a game yeah. of it.
2: No. Mm.
4: Did I, not know
3: that. I just replayed mission 5 because you get to have the jetpack and fly around as as long as you want to. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, nice I do
0: remember as I well. Minority mean, Report had really cool guns, like the oh way yeah, they, they, the sound they, design
3: for the guns in yeah. my Report is insane. Mm-hmm. The concussion um, gun as well, like the like weird <laughs> thing it <he> does when <laughs> it shoots people. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was the really cool. Thing is, a lot of that technology is starting to appear in our actual day to day lives nowadays, which is even more scarier. Or I'm just getting old. What do you mean? Like the 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 <laughs> No, the glasses. Does he wear, like, the glasses? Like, they were, like, the Google oh, glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, right. I was like, we can't see the future yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
2: I, I meant it's happening now.
0: Okay, right. Got you. I got you. I thought you
2: meant I li- I live for the day where just... I
3: can, like, put on gloves and stuff and manoeuvre different screens, like, while playing games mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: no, 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 you, no, 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 you just... are right. Actually, again, they were like VR and stuff is getting uh, a to...
2: Nintendo Wii. Guys. Yes, true, true.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, I'll take my notary part, invented the Wii. <laughs> 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 but yeah, too fair, Chris. Great choice. And then you also mentioned Edgar Tomorrow,
4: which is an absolute banger. Oh, it as is well. oh, so good. Emily Blunt. Yeah, Emily Blunt is a no, absolute she's... star in that film as well. You know that film could get tiresome so quickly. But mm. like the way those two act off each other, and the rest of the cast, I forget. You know, mine's gone blank. But there are some other big names in the film. Uh, Bill Paxton.
2: Yes. yes. Paxton,
4: yep. She a wig. She a wig in it, oh, cool, yeah, wig- it wig a as well. or am I getting muddled? I thought he was. No. Oh, I'm not
0: sure. He could be. Um, but no, I agree with you. In that it could be quite kind of like tiresome because we've seen Groundhog Day before, you know, and yet the way it approaches it and it becomes. At the start of it, it's kind of like a sci-fi war thriller. And then uh, after a while, it gets become like a bit more of a comedy because he's just so sick of his own shit, having to always really relive the same day and die every time. And then it becomes back into just a regular old sci-fi, I think, towards the end. It's just, it's really, really well made. And I think Doug Lyman is a very underrated filmmaker. Like, he made the first Born Identity, didn't he, I think? The best one. Um, yeah, the best one of, the, of those films. <laughs> and he's just, so you know that he's seen his films before and thought, so, yeah, I want to work with him
2: and yeah swingers that's what did it swingers <laughs> did he do swingers as well yeah that was his first you time. know you know what else he did dave Night- uh, jumper mate. yes yeah, 90 yeah. minutes oh, of is
0: so sick
2: me and sam are still trying to write the second
3: one <laughs> we are we're gonna make it happen. it made a profit why isn't there no sequel would demand it
2: yeah world
3: <laughs> jumper North is class out-
2: I think about that at least once a day and it honestly makes me angry. I feel like we're going off topic.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> reign it in, reign it in. But I love the enthusiasm that I did. I've not thought of Jumper for years. I'm glad you brought it back into my life um, on a Tom Cruise podcast, but it doesn't matter. He's worked, <laughs> with, he's worked <laughs> with Doug
4: London quite a lot because obviously I think they've got that film in space they're making. And then Ameri- yeah. American Made as well, but I've not seen that.
0: But, yeah. Um, I mentioned that in the little introduction. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, American did Made you was... not mention in your introduction?
0: Oh, well. Which they close can you fit in? <laughs> there were 17 films in, in the um introduction. I couldn't fit in. Like, Rock of Ages is hard to fit in. I couldn't do The Mummy. Did you fit Jerry Maguire in? Movie. No, Jerry Maguire. No. No, Colour of Money. No, I was thinking about how to do Colour of Money, but I just couldn't find a way to write it because it was really hard to be like, oh, he's earning loads of. <laughs> Show me the Colour <laughs> of Money. <laughs> He loves magnolia um, <laughs> exactly. ever since
3: his mummy raised him. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> we could we could have got there through all fifty, I think, but maybe that'll be a project for next time.
4: I mean, you got through um, a lot of his eighties ones, like Cocktail, Risky, yeah. bis- risky Business, Born on the Fourth of July.
0: Yeah, the ones like in, in the eighties have better kind of names to put in sentences, like yeah. All the Right <laughs> Moves, Top Gun, Cocktails, Easy, Born on the Fourth of July, Rain Man. I couldn't get in. I was going to try and finish it with Rain Man, but I couldn't oh, yeah. really squeeze that in. Um, but no, yeah, I, I also, I, th- I tried to squeeze in um, into with the Vampire, but I just, it, it wasn't coming to me. I just couldn't manage. <laughs> That's to too, to too it.
4: much of a job, that. Yeah,
0: that, is, that was a stretch. Um,
2: anyway, uh, I think it's Dave's turn. Dave. Is, you do you want up? my super, t- super top one or do you want my backup one? Go for your mm-hmm. second top one, please. My second top one. So you just mentioned it, it's Rain Man. Oh, well, there we go. Um, Absolutely adore this film, mm. and I try and get everyone to watch it because it's 1988. It's um, directed by what's his name, Barry Leveson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, What really does it like. for me is his, oh, yeah, is it? I thought that was Barry Tonnefield. Oh, maybe I'm getting it mixed up. Two different Barrys, the two Barrys. Um, <laughs> uh, I, what does it for me is, is his uh, partnership with Dustin Hoffman, mm-hmm. um, with the autistic brother. I, I just find it so funny, and this is a period when. I know he's acting now, but there's a period in Tom Cruise when he actually was acting more than being a nutter. Yeah. Um, so like A Few Good Men in The Firm and stuff, and some of his earlier work. Uh, and what, what's carried on from this film to the other films is that he's always so good with the cast. I don't think you, even the lesser well-made Tom Cruise film, he's always so good with the other cast. I don't know if mm. you agree with what I'm saying. I don't, um, yeah, I get you. Yeah, definitely. He's always he's got brilliant chemistry, mm. literally everyone. Um, but Rayman is just I find it h- hilarious. It's uh, I pretty much nearly cry every time. I, j- I just enjoy everything about it. It's a brilliant screenplay. It's, it's so well written. Um, have you guys seen it? Or is it a bit? I have fun? seen it.
0: Good I've I've seen it, but I've not seen it for years. So I think I although like kind of references are lost on me a little bit. But I do want to revisit it because I know I think I mentioned it. Over Christmas, think when I was with my family, and they my brother was like, Oh, it's, it's so good, and I just couldn't remember much about it apart from it being Dustin Hoffman. And that's about I it. I
2: genuinely, so. I genuinely think it's his best performance as an actor. Mm.
4: Well, Cruz or Hoffman?
2: Um, no,
0: well, both of them, to be mm. honest. If we're going there. uh
2: was he nominated at all for it? He must have been. Well, uh, awesome.
4: I know Hoffman won, <laughs> was it best actor for that? I think. Right, let's have a look. Uh, Tom I Cruise has had, definitely had Oscar I think he had the same
3: cinematographer as um, Fury Road as well, just randomly. <laughs>
1: really?
2: Yeah, I'm sure yeah, it he did. John Sears. Uh, nom- <laughs> so, he, was, he was not nominated, no. He was nominated uh, for Best Actor in General Maguire, Best Actor in a Supporting Role for Magnolia, and Born of the Fourth of July.
0: Mm. Okay. Rayman, should have been. It did win Ray- the Best Picture. Best Screenplay Director, and Best Act of Hoffman. Jeez. So, I hadn't really realised it, it had
2: won
4: you know, that many. I, I, up, I, I literally thought it just won for Hoffman, but yeah, one mm-hmm. clean sweep there.
2: I think he's had such a big career that some of these littler films, I don't know how I'm saying a film that's got won all that is a littler <laughs> film. But, it but it's not Mission Impossible. <laughs> it's you get what you mean. Yeah, It's not Mission Impossible, yeah. So, it, yeah. <laughs> he does drive a car in it, It's just not off any, <laughs> anything. No,
0: not out of a plane or anything, no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know no. what you mean about it in terms of a littler film being, it's more of a kind of awards efforty type film, he, like stuff yeah, like... Yeah,
2: and he's, he's so good at being a dickhead, an asking <laughs> that's a likeable one in <laughs> Rayman.
0: I think that's just and his like, general MO in life, isn't it? Just be a dickhead, but it makes people still like you.
2: This is where it came from. <laughs> Started at Rainman. we
0: found the yeah. secret. <laughs>
2: and I think, was it one of his first films, Rayman? Okay.
0: It was early doors. Um it was I would say about his tenth potentially.
2: Oh yeah, it's after Top Gun, so you know.
0: Yeah. Post Top Gun. I always forget how early Top Gun was in his career. Yeah. It, was it, lo- really it looks it looks much kind of more modern than it is,
2: you know. I think the everyone the film the first film everyone thinks of when early career is Risky Business. Mm-hmm. Have you, anyone has anyone watched that back recently? I've not seen it. Not oh, recently, mate. but it's it is sick. good. I've got it the score good. of that on vinyl. It's really good.
3: <laughs> really, Tangerine Dream score.
2: It's a, it's a bit troublesome, though, isn't it? The storyline. The storyline's a bit yeah. uh, "quote unquote" problematic. Is that but... the one where he dances
4: <laughs> to um, old time rock and roll? Yes, It is. That's the scene I know. When he slides across yeah, the Yeah, that's floor. the scene I know from the film. But I haven't yeah. seen in seen the rest of
2: it. Again, worth seeing it. Mm-mm. Because uh, if, 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 then you get a reference from, I think, the Goldbergs have done a reference of it. And I think even the OC. Um, and Guitar Hero free uh, advert parodied it as well.
4: Yeah, because the they, yeah, they, they, that that. <laughs> they had that song in the advert, didn't they? Yeah,
2: Yeah, but the, even that. there's another bit when there's egg getting thrown around. <laughs> it's not really an egg. It's, it's a it's a statue. It's the whole point of the film. Uh, oh, no, it sounds good. I need to read it. Uh, I need to watch it. I see. Basically, he has to make a lot of money, and he meets a friend who's a prostitute. <laughs> and he, he his mum and his mum and dad's away, so he he's pretty much makes his his house a whorehouse. Oh my god! Uh, for all his friends, <gasps> they're in they're in high school. Oh my and That word. my friend is risky business. <laughs> that is risky business in the very literal sense. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And a Ferrari gets destroyed in it. I'm giving it all away. Oh, Sorry. All spoilers. <laughs> yeah. I um, hope
0: that's what it says on the Wikipedia. <laughs> and a Ferrari gets destroyed. <laughs> that's the headline. Subtext. Oh, by the way, it's evolves it a brothel. <laughs> 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 um, right. I might have to, I'll have to find that and watch it somewhere soon because I do need to watch more Tom Cruise. You can't get enough Tom Cruise in your life, I think. Um, but no, that is Great. a good pick. Rain Man is a good pick. I know it's a very, very good film. Um, all right, then, so back to Sam. I think this time, Sam, this is the big one, I think, do you reckon? I
3: you think it so. up, guys. He's going to get
2: whacked lyrical.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so is... we have
2: arrived
3: at go. this moment in time. I'm ready for this.
0: <laughs> I think you've been waiting for this for a long time, haven't you? This, this is the second
3: time I get to speak about collateral on a podcast. I'm buzzing, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, collateral, Michael Mann. Uh, in kind of the era of Michael Mann getting digital as well, one of his first digital films, and they did Miami Vice after. Um, Originally, a bit of trivia for you there, Adam Sandler was supposed to be uh, Jamie Foxx's character. Mm, And I believe Russell Crowe was in negotiations to play play Vincent, to play Tom Cruise's character. And that all kind of got um, shook up. I think Hugh Jackman was attached to it at one point as well, and it went between different studios, and it just kind of sat on a shelf. And then Michael Mann came across it, and now we have collateral. But uh, yeah, this is this is my favourite film and my favourite Tom Cruise performance because I don't think since then he's done kind of the I'm going to play the antagonist instead kind of thing. Mm. And it, it's such a simple thing for him to do, but in his kind of pantheon of films, it makes such a difference seeing him in that role. Put like opposite um Jamie Fox's character uh, Max. Um, yeah, I just think he's absolutely brilliant in this film. Um, not just 'cause like he's got the kind of physicality and he can do all the like action set pieces that Michael Man does, but there's something about him, like there's the scene, the shadow and the sun scene where just, it's the kind of both quiet and he just stares kinda of, like, into this you just know something's like going on. And he said and he's been through so much like up to that point but he just won't talk about it. Mm. It's just such a good like dissection of these two men that like while they're on very different extremes of the law (laughs) in terms of what they're doing like the kind of philosophies and life are very similar to each other and that's just one of the things that just keeps me coming back to that film and tom cruise in that film in general but yeah i'm for collateral i love it i love it
0: yeah i think you've you've been on the, the collateral kind of hype train for years i know you wrote a big uni essay on it didn't you or something? You I did. It? I
3: did my dissertation on um on Michael Mann and I, mm. I, I chose that and heat to kind of talk about so yeah I've 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 seen fair a few times over the years.
0: Yeah and I think I've I've only seen it, I think twice. Um but like you said I think Tom Cruise's performance in it as the villain is just such an against type role for him. Even though he still plays like that suave, cool guy. Yeah. He's just so evil. Like he's such a twat in that film. <laughs> that you just you really feel sorry for jamie fox and kind of his situation and but the, the way that michael mann films it as this really tense kind of claustrophobic thriller because it's mainly set in this bloody taxi it's just oh it's wicked it is a really really good film
3: what um, he's what saying as well about him being evil like even in <laughs> like the stuff he's saying though about max's life in that film like you kind of agree with him mm and that's like the kind of like where a lot of the tension comes from because he's like really calling him out on like how he's lived his life until that point, and then obviously the tables kind of turn towards the end. But yeah, even when he's like like that, I still kind of see
0: where he's coming from, which is he's mm. good writing. <laughs> Hashtag Thanos was right. Is that kind of
3: uh, yeah. that kind of
4: vibe? <laughs> <laughs> I did think um, that when cr- watching Collateral that um yeah. he kind of had points and stuff because he's like the bit where he um. I'm not going to spoil it, but he's on the train at the end, and he's yeah. like, "You get ignored by people." I can't remember the exact phrase, but you know, he's like saying, "You get ignored by people, or you'd get killed, and no one would notice," sort of thing. Mm-hmm. This, this is really clever. Mm. It is. It is
1: I, love
0: it, just, I love it. It's a really well-written film.
4: And I think his hair as just... well.
0: Oh <laughs>
4: yeah, it's Such the look. Cool it's, it's iconic look. hair in that it's film, the, mm. it's and also part has, of the
3: transporter universe.
4: Yeah, because because yes. Statham's in it at the start, isn't he?
3: Yeah, and he's playing that character apparently, which is just, I didn't know that. I just so thought he was random. playing
4: a, a random dude.
3: Appar- no, apparently know. he is actually playing Frank Martin from the Transporter. But they just like leave it uncredited. <laughs> just, why not?
0: <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, man, that's really cool. And it makes me want like a collateral versus transporter type situation. Be awesome. Like they can both still do it. They both they both look twenty, even though they're both fifty plus.
4: Yeah, like Tom Cruise <laughs> doesn't look fifty eight at all, does he? He look no, he, he doesn't. He's like, kind of looked the same since he was like in his thirties.
0: Yeah, and like no no offense to my dad, but but my dad is a year older than Tom Cruise, and I feel like Tom Cruise is in marginally better shape. Sorry, Dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, have you seen Collateral? What are your thoughts on
2: Collat? Uh, a lot of love, Collateral. I remember seeing it in the cinema back in the day, mm. and at that point there. There wasn't anything like it the way it was shot it was it was was so fresh and new and that was really cool what i loved about collateral is the story and i think it's from the dvd extras if i'm wrong is that he actually was a fedex man uh for a while yeah he was for a couple of days for prep he actually went around delivered uh parcels and see if he got recognized see if he can go undercover oh wow absolutely absolutely yeah yeah it's on the it's on the dvd extras. tom cruise that's a great it's quite obviously tom cruise as well Mm. It's not like they've given him a fake nose, and a, a wig. <laughs> yeah, he's just but kind he, of a
0: silver fox with a beard. Like, that's just what <laughs> everyone everyone aspires to be like, isn't
2: it? Surely. Yeah, it's a great film, though.
4: Mm. He it's, just looks cool in it, doesn't he? The jacket, yeah, the jacket, so the, little bit, the little bit of
2: stubble. Oh. Well, that, that's the, the Michael, Michael
4: Mann thing
3: as well. Like he's just bringing back. Yeah, he looks like aesthetic from all his from always films like De Niro dudes in, in suits he, hanging
4: out. <laughs> he's, he looks a bit like De Niro in Heat, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yes. I can see that actually. Yeah. Yeah, like well, and Al like, called Vincent in Heat as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've, you, somehow you've gone this far and you've not mentioned the nightclub scene, which is
3: quite. I just impressive. said it.
2: I just, I just said the nightclub scene. Oh, did, it you, did? you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I missed <laughs> it's incredible. That. I missed that. It is I, an
3: amazing I, scene. I, I listen that's to that funny. track like once uh, every couple of weeks because it just psychs me up. Oh.
0: <laughs> I really I think, I, think I feel like that that one scene was probably the inspiration for the whole of John Wick. Was just the nightclub scene. Oh, yes. the bone oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do yeah. believe
3: that Tom Cruise like held a record as well in *Clerk* for like the fastest like pistol draw and fire in like like when he kills them two dudes in the alleyway. I think it yeah it took him one point two seconds to kill them both. Oh, oh my word! And it was Jeez. timed. I don't. I think that record might have been beaten, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was by like Keanu or somebody now. But oh, at the no. time, he did have like the fastest on-screen like quick draw. That's Gee
4: whiz, cool. that is cool.
3: And he,
2: yeah, and I bet he tried, trained hours and hours for it. Yeah, of, of course, course he, he did. Is. He's such a perfectionist.
0: He is. And I feel like it's, he's probably actually quite scary as a person because he's got all of these <laughs> skills that he could kill you in any different way he wants to, really, if he tried to. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. He's probably a black belt in every single martial art. He's got all these kind of gun skills. He, he will jump off a building to chase you if he wants to. Like, could
2: fly a helicopter.
0: Yeah. Isn't
2: It's also part of Scientology, so
0: you know. That I mean, happen. that's an extra bit of chaos to add into the mix of Tom Cruise <laughs> as well.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm sure they're lovely if they're listening.
0: <laughs> We're going to get hunted down upon a list in a second if we. Uh, <laughs> Just be me. Yeah, uh, let's move on from the Scientology bashing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, clattering. if I had the money, I,
2: if I had the money, I would join. <laughs> oh my
0: God. <laughs> Jumpcast, I can't, can't does not endorse uh, <laughs> Dave Curtis <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> moving on from Collateral, which is an excellent pick from Sam. Um, Chris, what is another of your maybe? you was your kind of most favourite Tom Cruise pick? If
4: you could make one, um, oh, well, we've kind of covered the Mission franchise, which probably has my mm-hmm. favourite film of his. Uh, yeah, Jerry Maguire. Actually, I, I, I've yeah? got a big soft spot for Jerry Maguire great pick um what about it i just think everyone is superb in that and obviously he's he's not uh flavor of the month at the minute but kuba gooding jr you know was really good in it um mm. one of renee zellweger's best performances as well is it you know the chemistry between the core cool cast is fantastic um and tom cruise is completely believable in that it has a great soundtrack as well oh that's an absolute yeah i does. mean as you'd expect from cameron crowe but like the, the music in that is really good mm-hmm. uh, i think it didn't win an Oscar, but um, it's that a Springsteen song, The Who. I think oh. you were good in one. Oscar for it. He did, yeah. yeah he did. Um, but I think Tom Cruise was nominated for that as well, wasn't he? he was supporting yeah, supporting actor, he was. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just, it's just really good. It's one of Cameron Crowe's best, and I, he's definitely one of Tom Cruise's strongest because the, the whole That's romance fair, like... angle with Renee is, is completely believable. Not, mm. I'm not normally a massive fan of hers, but I think she's really good in that.
0: I'm she's just complete... a sucker for a good sports film, personally. Yeah, like. I really like a good sports one. I think that film is up there with the better ones because it does have that believable behind-the-scenes look at being a sports star and how it all works. And and they the love story is really good in it as well. And yeah, that's a good period. I've only seen it once, but I did really really enjoy it. And you've also got the classic "Show Me the Money" scene, which is just <laughs> iconic for all sorts of reasons.
3: Well, I love Jimmy the Fox bit. Fox was nearly Cuba Gooding as well. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Oh, that would
4: have been a cool little uh, he must, have yeah, really <laughs> must have been really early in his career. degrees of Tom Cruise. Must have been really early in
3: his career there, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, but there's an interview, I think, something like Graham Norton, and then he says it, it's at like pretty much the start of his career, and he went to audition for it and just like completely ballsed it up, basically. <laughs> no way. Oh,
0: damn. Well, that is unfortunate, because I like Jamie Foxx. And I think, I know Kibi Gooding has obviously fallen off to the wayside a bit, but he did have a really good career at the time. Like, I know, this is a not, Probably a widely loved one, but like Rat Race, an absolute banger. He's really funny in Rat Race, Kevin Jr. Um, but I the silence there tells me you don't like
4: Rat Race. <laughs> I don't think I'd... it's horrible. Don't I, I don't think I've it seen it. It is a motion it. picture. What? That was no made.
2: way. <laughs> oh, Race. Oh, mate. Hey. So much respect.
4: For oh, I've seen it. It's that, oh, yeah. No, it's not great.
0: Oh, I love it. I think I've just got like a soft spot as a kid f- for watching it. Like me and my my sister and brother used to watch it all the time. Then we found Mr. Bean really funny, and there were some really funny bits in it. But maybe it's just not
2: lived kind of to tell the tale of being a good film, I guess. I would suggest not watching it again and just <laughs> hold on to those memories. <laughs> hold hold tight, Reese. I will. I will. <laughs> um, I will do that. But yeah, no, Jeremy McGuire is a good one. Um, Dave, what are your thoughts
0: on Jer- Jeremy McGuire?
2: Love Jeremy McGuire. I, mm. I think I watch it at least once a year. Um. It's one I, I enjoy and the wife enjoys. It's something I feel we can agree on, mm. which is coming in a rarer occurrence nowadays. Um, Yeah, such a smart script. I, I absolutely adore Kelly Preston at the point, um, which is beautiful. Um, <laughs> Cubigan Cuba Jr.'s got the same birthday as me, so that's good. Um, <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> but yeah, I love sport films, I love redemption films. Mm. You you had me at hello. The little kids great because normally child actors are the death of me, but he didn't annoy me, which is good. Um, and and Cruz's performance—it's just—he's so likable, even when he again when he's being a dickhead. Uh, it seems to be a running theme for all these films.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of an arse awesome in so. that, but he's yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: but I feel like he kind of
0: he's allowed to be, isn't he? In those kind of films, he plays. That likable asshole,
2: yeah, mm. his speech at the beginning when he get, when he gets fired is great when he's trying to get people to come with me. That's a good scene ob mm. obviously you showed me the money scene, love it um it's a it's really, really fun film as well mm. I think it's a bit it's a bit long, maybe it's I thought not, that when I watched it, it was a bit long. It's not a ninety minute uh film, but it's definitely. It's, the, it's. It, I can tell you now. It's my number five in top ten crews. Okay, okay.
0: What I will say is, I'm in when you were talking, I didn't realize that you had me. At Hello, was from Jeremy McGuire. I, for, I thought that was from something else, and that's like an iconic moment. Yeah, I thought it was in when Harry met Sally for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> that would be a <laughs> much different film. <laughs> <laughs> I did really, think that show my knowledge. I did
4: think it was from a more cheesy rom com as well because yeah. it's it's spoofed in like a lot of kids' films. Mm, um, yep. like in Shark Tale, I think obviously because it has Rene Zellweger in it, they <laughs> take the Mick out of it there. Um, but yeah, so I thought what it was from something deal, like bro. um when Harry met Sally as well. Until I watched Joe mm. and I was like, oh, that's where it's that's where it's from.
0: Yeah, that, that's fair enough. Yeah, no, good pick, um, Chris, well done. Um, and we'll come to
2: Dave for what is your super top number one Tom Cruise pick, and that... possibly the greatest film ever. <laughs> I know
3: where this is going. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Hold on to your seats. It's mm-hmm. 1988. It's Top Gun. Oh, okay. 1986, okay. isn't it? God, <coughs> I've got it, got uh, it wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like to add a couple of years. 1986. Mm-hmm. Just imagine I said 1986. Get in your time machine. Sit <laughs> <laughs> It's the best film in the world. Movement. It's fun. The soundtrack's so good. It's cool. Uh, like, like Reese and Rat Race, I have lots of good memories <laughs> of watching it with my family. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the first film my dad ever sat me down to make me watch. It's the film he always played when he got his DVD player and wanted to show off his sound system at the beginning. Uh, it's the my brother's uh, Stag do. We all dressed up in flight suits as Top Gun. Um, amazing. Who it's were just, you? I was Goose. I'm always Goose. I've oh, like, got yeah, spoilers, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they got did, one of the most. Um, can I ask, us, did you being Goose impact the night in any way? Like, did you have to leave early because <laughs> of
2: a situation uh, where you like to? No, no, I survived. Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: You make it sound as if they were acting out the plot of the film, and he had to like, <laughs> leave halfway through the night.
0: Well, no, I thought there would be like it would be some kind of um, I forget what the word is, but some similarity between that Dave was Goose, but he was also the guy who got too drunk to carry on that kind of thing. And they're all just but, sat
3: in the pub drink while we're on page sixty-two now.
0: <laughs> Bye, Dave. Well, yeah, not no, just getting yes. good. It don't matter, mate. Dave, you're gone. Goose is
2: gone with this You <laughs> get <laughs> out. That would be amazing. And they're all saying you've lost that love and feeling when I leave. <laughs> oh, <awesome.
0: laughs> I mean that needs to happen now. Whoever does the next Top Gun a stag do, get that done. Whoever's goose, mate, you're gone. Sorry, mate. I plus ten. <laughs> get him out of here. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. There's there's merch there. You can do the you can do some merch in that side of things, I think. You can make some money out of that. Um, but no, that's a great pick, Tom, Top Gun.
2: It's Tony. Which, I think it's Tony Scott's best film. Um it's just so cool. And the flying's so good. It's all like mm. in-camera stuff. It's actually real jets going at it. And the, and the, the script is so quotable. When I went to a screening at the Prince Charles in London, a quote-along, and it was just the best night ever. Mm. Like, just screaming out quotes. And you've lost that love and feeling. Uh, what's the, the one they sing? Sam, help me out. You're knowledgeable. You <laughs> never close your eyes I'm blanking
3: if I'm honest, mate. I'm just going to let you sing, though, so I'm enjoying it. Yeah,
2: baby, baby, <laughs> you give giving it all back. Give it all back. Carol King's music. I can't remember the song, but that, they're the words for it.
4: That is You've Lost That Love and Feeling.
2: What they, what's the famous song with the... You is Take that... My Breath Away. Thank you. I'm Danger my... Zone. Te- I was going to say it's, Danger Zone. Oh, yeah, yeah Danger take Zone, zone as well. And then... Um, and brilliant. playing with the boys, playing with the boys when they're playing volleyball, The you know, the most yeah, manly, manly um, scene in <laughs> cinema history when real men. Guys being dudes.
3: Just, just guys being exactly. dudes,
2: man. <laughs> just having a good time uh, playing volleyball. It's brilliant. It's fast jets, fast cars, like not cars, but a bikes in it. There's cars in it, aren't there? <laughs> oh, she has a car. Yeah. They've got the cool, the cool signs, Sundance and stuff and. Iceman, Slider, it's, it's just it's fucking. And Val Kilmer's in it being actually good. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's done some good films. I've taken that back. It's so good. I, I watch it at least twice a year.
4: It is rewatchable as hell. Mm. It is, yeah. Is Top Gun. Did Tom Cruise learn
0: to fly for that film? Because I know he has been for the sequels coming out. Next year, it's
2: probably it's probably where he got his love for it. I don't know if he learnt there, no, but he probably got the idea. Yeah, Um, because yeah, that's right. That's that's where the craziness really took off. Is it when was uh, Days of Thunder? Was that afterwards or before? After
4: I think about four or five years after I
2: think that's nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's slowly creeping up like fast cars, and then it hits Mission Impossible. And then you just have to hang on. <laughs> More films
3: need like a Kenny Loggins theme. like That's what's missing in
2: films
4: well, that's today. So 80s. I, I, God. It's so good.
2: I can't wait for the new one. It was meant to be last year. Mm. We're going to have a we're gonna have a big family out in, me and the family. We were going to go IMAX. Uh, we're going to have oh. a sing-along. It was going to be great. And obviously that bloody Corona thing ruined it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I can't, that's the one film this year I can't wait for. If it happens this year. I keep watching the trailer and the making of. You should watch the making of of it. It looks incredible. I hope they
4: mm, keep yeah. some eightiesness for it.
2: Yes. Uh, I'm sure, like Berlin Kenny or Kenny. Loggins
4: Kelly... is doing a new song for it. Berlin sure or it Kenny Loggins,
2: get them
3: in there. I've I'm heard him.
4: that. Yeah, please. It's <laughs> got John. It's got John birdies, Hamm in yeah. it as well. Yes, I'm in. Oh wow! Really? Really? John Hamm and yeah. Ed Harris and, oh, Jennifer, that, and, that, and that, Jennifer and Jennifer Connelly in it as well. Wow! What a cast, man! What a cast. Jennifer Connelly,
0: she's back. Was she in the first one? Yeah, she was. No, Madness it's Kelly, Kelly,
3: going to, like, Kelly McGillis. Wasn't he, snap his teeth one? the same way Val Kilmer does like, at people. Like That's iconic cinema right there in Top Gun. Well, you're Kilmer's dangerous, too.
2: Maverick. Kilmer is in this film. <laughs> he is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Bullshit, you could be mine. You know? <laughs> Such a
4: good line. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: it's so good. Do you reckon if you're pressed, Dave, could you reenact the whole film?
2: I feel the... You know, remember that... Off, uh, I think it's the American office when one of the guys has to recreate uh, Die Hard to the other girl. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I might be able to give that a go.
0: (laughs) I'd watch it. That could be like a a podcast exclusive for like maybe six months time. Put that on. on Before before Top Gun 2 comes out, we will have like a a watch along of Dave's recreation of Top Gun. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Perfect.
2: (laughs) I feel the need, the need for spending. You do the the hand slap. (laughs)
0: Got to get your your baby all ready for the beach scene,
2: and it's also got the most soul destroying death, Mm. which still to this day um, brings me to tears because I loved Goose. Mm. Goose And it's got a a young young Meg Ryan's in it as well. Yeah, she was.
4: I love the karaoke scene where he sings uh, Great Balls of Fire as well. Yeah, Mm -hmm. good one. So good. She's lost
2: that feeling. I hate it when she does that. (laughs) <laughs> Tony Scott, man, that guy could just—he could make great films. There's uh, a great story about that yeah. when he wrote. They they needed a certain shot of the uh, the aircraft carrier, so Tony Scott. They had no more money in the budget, so he just wrote a check himself. And they turned the <laughs> aircraft carrier. No way. Around, yeah, yeah. It's amazing, and I uh, a load of facts. Like when they you know when they buzz the tower, mm. the, the guy throws the coffee over. Him, you're not actually allowed to do that, uh, so. The actual pilots got to do that. We're like taking it and like like played the game of who could buzz the tower because it, it's officially you're not allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's once like once in a thing, lifetime kind of uh, move. That one of the real pilots.
1: No, ma- amazing! So
2: it's so cool. That is awesome. I'm just gonna put the brakes on. The brakes on, and they're gonna fly right by. Yeah, can I do what? <laughs> <laughs> I quote Top Gun at least once a day. <laughs> it's it's, it's endlessly, I'm, finding it really, endlessly I'm finding it really finding it really hard when I'm in my house by myself. <laughs> so mm. normally when there's people around, it's easy. But,
0: you just gotta kinda start sending voice notes to random people, just like with random Top Gun quotes. Just yeah. to yeah. It's of...
3: perfectly acceptable, Dave. My friend sends me random Irishman voice quotes <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> So that's a, ra- that's want... a
4: random one, isn't it?
0: Like, it's very
3: niche. She just like appears in my WhatsApp, going, "I could do that for you. I could paint houses for you." <laughs> <laughs> that's such a yeah. That's
4: an odd one to quote.
3: It is. So I if you if you want to send us Top point. Gun voice quotes, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> okay, well, I
2: might do. You've, You've got, got, got my number. number. Yeah, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna
0: do it. Fair play, actually. Looking at what? Tony Scott's filmography, he's made some good ones. <sighs> <filmography. sighs> True Romance. I only watched that last year for the first time. That is incredible. That film,
4: Beverly Hills Cop. Two. Yeah, man, yeah. Beverly Hills Cop two. So good. I like Enemy of the State. Is that the Will Smith one as well? that's good. Yeah, that's yeah, a good. That's it's
0: wicked. That's man on Fire. Too. Deja Vu. I think is underrated as well. i love Deja did all, I did I he watched on that recently. He made Man on Fire. I feel like a well. lot of them
4: are underrated. Like if you look at the RT score for a lot of these, it's not great. Even Top Gun mm. isn't great. But then I feel like a lot of them have become kind of cult classics. Yeah. So he was good, wasn't he? And it's a shame. We, I think is that why it's taken so long to get Top Gun Two? Because I think they were working on it when he died. Am I right? Or
2: Top Gun Two has been meant to be made for years.
4: But I think it was him going to do it, wasn't it? And then I oh think, yeah, de- I think definitely. obviously then it went on the back burner when he died. Mm. Yeah, that is a
0: brutal loss because he's made some great films. Has and then I do like like you said earlier about how Tom Cruise works with directors he likes, like he did Top Gun. And Days a Thunder with him as well. I think he worked with um,
4: Ridley Scott as well. Um, I can't remember what film it was. It's a really early Tom Cruise film. Legend. Is that the one? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Aren't <laughs> they reviving Tim... that for Disney
4: Plus or something?
2: Something like that with Tim Curry was uh, also a legend, yeah. Tim Curry's in that, yeah. Must, I be, never seen
4: it. must be one of the few people to work with both the Scots. <clears throat> yeah, <that's> true, actually. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and guess anyone else, because that, that you know, open all
2: kind of worms D- there. Denzel. Denzel has.
0: Has he been with both? Um, is it, Fal- which which Ridley really
2: Scott? He was in um, American Gangster. He was, yeah. He was American ah, Gangster. Yeah. 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 Wow. I that is an elite my... list, actually. It would be interesting to see who else is in that list. Yeah. Mm.
4: Um, we'll Russell Crowe, I, I think, that. possibly. But I don't know which Tony Scott he would have done.
2: Who was in.
0: Uh, oh, because Denzel also did Palo 123, didn't he? Yes. yes. That's a good one.
2: He worked quite a lot with Tony Scott. They had a good working relationship. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that where I kind of went down? Like, Top Gun, Top Gun. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Tony, oh, Scott, you, oh, he's brilliant. Tony Scott. Oh, We missed Tony no, Scott. It, oh, we missed Tony Scott.
4: I put a down on things. Sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's all right, man. It's all right. This has been a very, very organic conversation. Um, just to kind of maybe really wrap things up a bit, some my personal honorable mentions um, for the Tom Cruise filmography. Um, I think I would hate myself if I did not mention Austin Powers 3. <laughs> um, because the Tom Cruise bit in that is just perfection like that is him kind of taking the piss out of himself in all the best ways in just the first five minute cameo which is like a big riff on Mission Impossible 2 but he's Austin Powers and it's just <laughs> absolute gold I love it Um, and then he also like he's, he's quite good at taking the piss out of himself weirdly like you've got that you've also got Tropic Thunder yes. when he yes. plays Les Grossman <laughs> so good in that <laughs> He's amazing in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> He—that is one of those films that, if you could put look at anything be it, and say he's unrecognizable, it's probably Tropic Thunder, because he just yeah. looks just nothing like Trump, Tom Cruise. He's,
2: does. He's got so many good quotable bits in that film. In a film that's full of like so many funny people, mm. he he steals the show. He's and he he's does. the funniest thing out of all of them, which is incredible. Yeah. I think it's it was
0: probably the surprise factor, wasn't it? That just nobody thought he could be this funny.
2: Yeah. Who's the key grip on this production? You. And he also, yeah. And he was, that came from the relationship with Ben Stiller, who did that skit, wasn't it? When he um Ben Stiller did the skit as yeah for Mission uh, Impossible Two, yeah the MTV stunt skit.
0: Double. Oh, when he was a stuntman or something. So good, if you haven't yeah seen yeah yeah. It. I've seen that. That's really funny. Really good. Um, and was my favourite pick is probably going to be um a few good men. Oh, classic. Think, I've yeah. said this every single podcast, but Aaron Sorkin, man, just what a boy. Um, but but idea, Tom Cruise yeah. in that film, he, him and Jack Nicholson are just incredible against each other. Um, and just the way that, that the courtroom, especially in the last kind of act, it, it feels like an action film. You know, it just It's so mm. tense and exciting and just fast paced. And Tom Cruise is acting really, really well in it. I think this is kind of coming towards, like you said, David. Really, that was kind of in his prime of the firm and Rain Man and A Few Good Men. That he was being more of an actor rather than just a yeah, movie star. Kilar, yeah. yeah, and I think that film is one of my favorites. And you know, he's got the his delivery of "I want the truth" to then be rebuttaled by "You can't handle it. It's just ah cinematic glory. That film is. I love it. I absolutely love A Few Good Men. Um, but I think we've all kind of learned that on today's episode and generally over the last 40 years Tom Cruise is just he's one in a million isn't he in terms of Hollywood and what
2: he's done I don't think we'll have another one like him we certainly mm. there isn't at the moment he seems no. to be I remember when it was at Mission Impossible 4 when Jeremy Rayner came in to supposedly hand over the oh, franchise Oh yeah do you remember that that's why he was there and then mm. Tom Cruise got another set of like li- another life. It <laughs> yeah. was like <laughs> you're not having this, yeah. Um, and then they had to put Jamie Rayner back in the car with Ving Rhymes in the next one. It was...
0: Yeah, and he was also Joe Rayner was also put in the James Bourne franchise. James Bond, Jason Bourne, <laughs> Jason franchise. did that the other
3: day. I can't remember what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? James Bourne, he was in the Jason Bourne franchise, and then Bourne Legacy was trash. So, Jerry yeah. Rayner, man, just don't unlucky, unlucky, dude, other unlucky, yeah. Just be your own man, Jez. Just
2: do your rap, Jez. do your singing, do your song. Dude. Just do. Heaven us. hasn't got a, hasn't haven't has <laughs> heaven hasn't got a name. Yes, it, yes, just, it has, Jeremy. It's, it it's heaven.
4: I've just remembered a Tom Cruise film we haven't mentioned mm. that I quite like, The Last Samurai. Oh, okay. I was
0: get, I was going to mention that as a film ah, i not I'm sorry.
4: Seen or I should have seen. It, I haven't watched it in about fifteen years, but I think I've seen it. You know, a couple of times it is pretty good. Like the set pieces in it are really good. Yeah. Mm.
3: Um. Ken Watanabe's first uh, English film, isn't it?
4: I think that sounds about right. Yeah, that, that does sound about right. I can't really remember much about it other than um, <laughs> it it it's kind of to an extent like you know they were doing a lot of kind of um, epics at that point. You had yeah. like King Kingdom mm-hmm. of Heaven, Gladiator, all that. So it kind of fills into that yeah. period. It's not great, but um, I think it was it was pretty big at the time, and the action scenes are really good.
0: I know I've seen some of the fight scenes in it, and I think there's one that's like kind of like in the middle of a little street or a square. Yeah, where
3: yeah, he's yeah.
4: Against like five different. Yeah, I think that's it, That's yeah. really cool. And I've the sort of bit. climactic big battle is amazing.
3: Mm. I like how um, Dave says his dad testing a top Top Gun on the sound systems. My friend's <laughs> dad likes to test on our samurai a <laughs> film on his massive <laughs> telly because it's his favourite really? film ever. Whenever okay. he sets up something new, it's like. The last He's like, Come on, we're popping on the last samurai.
2: <laughs> Come and see it, son. Come and see it; it's great.
3: It's on Netflix. I <laughs> it's think. literally that's Reese. literally what he says to my yeah. friend. He's like, "Danny, look at this. Yeah. Look mega,
2: Ooh, 4K." <laughs> <laughs> he
3: does
0: actually have the 4K of it as well.
4: But... Oh blimey, well. Wow.
0: <laughs> He's like, is he like the last samurai super fan? But
3: he really is. Like, he commissioned me to make him a poster for it as well, so I made him a last samurai poster.
4: That's cool. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have forgotten about the last summer, but it's definitely it's an interesting one. It is. It is on Netflix, and
0: it's. I put it on my list just now, so I'm gonna watch that. I think afterwards. it's quite long,
4: and that's what's put me off rewatching it. But I will get round round to it. Soon. It is. It's about two and a half hours long.
0: Yeah. That seems to be um, seems to be but, average
4: nowadays, isn't it? That's true, mm, that is true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so at the moment, I do live for a film. If I see there, it's like less than 90 minutes. Oh my just,
4: God, an 80, 90 minute dancing. comedy is just perfect <laughs> at the oh, it is. It's, the, uh, it's really the
3: first of two films is made with um, that director, Edward Vick, because he did um, the second Jack Reacher film with him, but we don't talk about the second
4: Jack Reacher film. Oh, I thought both of the Reacher films um, had been done by Mac- Macquarie. No, no, no uh, he, he wrote, wrote this deck, this the first one. Oh, okay, I've only seen the first one. but That's the best one. The first one. one was actually quite good, yeah. But even though he's like a foot too short to be Jack Jack Ritchie. <laughs> yeah.
3: And it's the ninth book in the franchise. It's just yeah. so
4: it's just so random the story of that and, and how they manage- and then there's quite a big gap between the two films as well, isn't there? It's like one was yeah. like
3: four or five years. I also forget and that Werner Herzog is the villain in oh. the first Jack Reacher
0: film. He's a great villain. <laughs> he's a good villain. He's got Mando. the good go. he's, voice. He's isn't evil, he? yeah. Yeah. What was but this? I do remember at the time there was there was that massive uproar about how Tom Cruise is too small for Jack Reacher, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I've read the I've read one of the Jack Reacher books, and he is this like six foot six giant or whatever. Like, but like the Rock. Does yeah, like does it matter that much? When like I you know think that, he's good, you know it? That, Yeah, I think he is as well, and I think it, I also think that's a very good story. I think the first like I'm, is the first scene to do with a sniper. Yes. 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 Yeah. In, like, the, in the car park. Car park yeah. Fuck Jay Courtney. Yeah. Sorry. No. Oh, I
4: he's in it, yes. Yeah. We were bitching about him in the Jump Cut chat, weren't we? <laughs> as well. Can't get enough of it. Oh,
3: Jay Carton, if you're listening to this, you were
0: all right in Honest Thief, but the
4: film was not good.
0: You were the best part of Suicide Squad. I'll tell you that as well. He says race. Oh, and he was in
4: the, Who he loved... was in the absolute. <laughs> Who likes Rat Race? The Rat he... Race fan. He was in the fifth Die Hard film as well, but it didn't happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, what what Die Hard not... film? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And. <laughs> the Terminator film that didn't happen as well.
0: <laughs> oh dear!
4: He's Terminator not... as
3: um, Chris Murphy likes to call it <laughs> <laughs> He's he's not had the
0: best of luck, has he? <laughs> no. So I'm not. So do we not think that Jai Courtney is going to be the next Tom Cruise? To <laughs> go Unfortunately, go, not. <laughs>
4: the Tom Cruise of uh, ruining good franchises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: This is the production, I mean, yeah, I really want to tank this one <laughs> Well,
4: It's like on paper, it's like, yeah, DC, you know, Terminator, Die Hard. He's in all of them. It's just he, in right, the worst actually, entry in all of them. He's
0: actually doing us all a service because there is a big thing in Hollywood at the minute where we're making too many remakes and reboots. Yeah. <laughs> he is going through it and killing all the franchises he wants to not happen again. Yeah, he's, got, he's, he's playing the long game, man. He's like, we'll we'll get rid of all the old franchises first. And I'll come with this banging new franchise. And Maybe we'll like, it's all oh the plan
3: that he's doing on purpose. Like he sees these films getting remade, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to put myself into these to make sure they get tanked exactly. to no more instalments <laughs> oh come out. Oh dear. So if
0: anything,
2: Jack Courtney, keep doing what you're doing, man. Just
3: thanks, Jack doing... Courtney. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> keep fighting the good fight, mate.
2: <laughs> I mean, if that was my job as well, and I get paid for it, I'll do it. So.
4: Yeah. Oh dear. The beef we've, we've lost effect. track.
0: We've lost track. Anyway, of it. Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> Tom Cruise. He's um, he's good in every film, even the bad ones. He is. He is. Yeah, he is. Frequently, if it's a bad film, which are very rare, he is the best part of it. Like I'm, I've I've only seen bits of *Rock of Ages*, but people his, tell his me his bits it's, do it's look interesting that in that. But I think he's like in that film. He puts himself out there doing something very different music, and he actually kind of musical. tries to sing. He just
2: ticked, Like musical tick done that. Sci-fi yeah. tick done that. Action film, tick. Drama, tick. He's even done horror. Like he's done the. He was in the others, wasn't he? Where he and the, the mummy or...
4: as well. Well, if that counts. As oh, the a... mummy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I
2: would say. Oh. I would say horror is the only thing he hasn't really gone near. Wasn't he meant mm. to do a film with Del Toro at one point, like the the mountain, Mister Mountains or Mountains of Madness? Or was something? he? Re- was he meant to be in there? Yeah, at one point, and that never came. That would be sick.
4: But... He's one of the best bits of Valkyrie as well.
2: Oh yeah, Valkyrie's mm. really
4: good. I like, I like Valkyrie as well.
2: Yeah. who wrote it I think directed it
3: I
4: don't know uh,
2: Singer I no, think
4: no Singer directed it Singer directed yeah, the less we say about oh, it. Well. there's ben. a lot
3: of ohms in the past <laughs> um, but yeah no, he, he was
4: he was one of the uh, kind of shining lights in that film I think uh, I think it's underrated but he's definitely one of the, the best bits of it it's a great cast
0: I agree I remember Cause, that because it's a, a big...
4: pretty stacked cast but yeah yeah it's like it's Tom Wilkinson Bill Nye. I think
2: yeah. I know we mentioned Eddie I one. know we mentioned Night and Day but I think he's so much fun in that with Cameron Diaz as well Especially the first 30 minutes. He's the guy. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy. Still... <laughs> it's great. Uh, yeah, it yeah. loses its way. And it's got some good it bike does. chases with the bulls and stuff.
4: Um, mm. It's another big director he worked with there as well, Mangold.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. He's just. He's, He's everywhere. Score, isn't he?
2: I am going down for the. Yeah. The only one I don't think I've ever really seen is Lions for Lambs, which is the Robert Redfern one, right?
4: Oh, not, uh, I'd even, I'd for, I remember that coming out and it just slipped under the radar, yeah. I
3: know what the post looks like. I don't think I've ever seen it. I think the is no, no, white and it. it's got all the faces in black and white on the front of that, it. That is correct. I just looked at it myself, yeah.
4: It kind of seems no, like a really awards-baity film <laughs> because it had what Redford Streep and him in it, so yeah. Yeah.
2: Do you think he wants an Oscar or is he, has he missed his chance? Well, <laughs> He's kind I of don't moved... think he
4: cares anymore. I
2: think he's moved
4: away from doing kind of awardsy type roles. Yeah. Especially mm. in the 2010s with Jet Reacher and the Mission films and The Mummy. I think he's kind of moved more towards um, franchises and um, action films. I think yeah. if
3: they ever introduce like a stunt work kind of category into the Oscars and they honour like both the team and the actor like, yeah. in
4: tandem. Which they should. He definitely has a chance of getting it. He could win like a Legacy yeah. one or a Lifetime Achievement one. Oh, yeah. he'll definitely get one of those at some point. Uh, but yeah, well, he's been nominated to, what, three or four acting ones? Um, I think he's... Yeah, I think uh, he, he, he just doesn't seem to go for those kind of roles anymore, so I, it's, it's a shame. Oh, yeah.
2: I think he's got time, because obviously he can't run forever. No man can. True. Uh, mm-hmm. So, eventually he's going to have to stop being a maniac. And I think it, we all know that he's got nothing in his locker to do with the roles like Rayman and A Few Good Men and The Firm. So I think And Magnolia. We haven't spoken about Magnolia and how off the, mm-hmm. off, the charts he is in Magnolia. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's got. I think he's got an exciting future. To be honest, once he stops being <laughs> that, um, and he, I think he won the Legend Award at the Empire Awards. Mm-hmm. And do you know what's Deservedly really nice? About? So... yeah, you know what's really nice about Tom Cruise? Every Christmas he sends mm-hmm. like editors, uh, uh, of magazines. Like... I've
4: yeah, I've seen this. On, like Jamie Graham's Twitter, like he's like, I've got my Tom Cruise flowers or cake, whatever it is yeah. for this year.
2: He sends, like, a happy Christmas cake to the, the editors. I'm not quite That's sure quite cool. I'm Not quite sure if the editors share it around to the staff. <laughs> That's
4: cool, though. Imagine being, like, you know, Empire or Total Film Editor, and you're like, oh, here's a nice cake from Tom Cruise.
2: Mm. Yeah, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? That'd be a hell of an interview. Would you be starstruck at all?
0: Oh, my God. I would not know where to start with him.
2: He's a bit awkward in interviews,
4: I think, isn't it? Because uh, he's on Graham Norton quite a lot, and you can just tell everyone's kind of... Mm scared of him to I an think, extent the thing
0: with graham norton interviews is that they're, they're meant to be a more of a disarming interview in that they're meant to be just more laid back and having fun whereas i think tom cruise is just all business isn't he oh
4: yeah, like, that, he to... you get the, the the three ones that have always stuck out for me from graham norton ones there's tom cruise obviously and then de niro and robert downey jr as well mm-hmm. those three have always come across as really awkward on that show mm-hmm. um well, Tom Cruise is less awkward, more kind of um, self-promoting. And, you know, it's, it's a Tom Cruise. Yeah. A pro- but the yeah, other two, he's a, he's a the bro- other two are machine. awkward. He's, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: He's a, a,
2: producer's, a producer's dream, to be honest. A man who goes <laughs> out and, like, uh, does that much work to promote your film is every every distributor or studio's dream, I, I imagine.
0: Anyone anyone who can, who can try and convince the world that the Dark Universe is a good idea. Is, uh, <laughs> <no> <laughs> How have we talk not about talked about either. that? <laughs> we don't. We don't
3: need. We don't to. need to. No, <laughs> I, I, think, I
4: think stick to the good stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see. I I'd like to see more. I mean, I, I'm always intrigued by things that are not being made. So was it think, that, was well, it think,
4: that bad oh, the Mummy film? I, I think I, yeah, said... I saw oh, it. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. It was really bad. <sighs>
2: I try not it... to fall
0: asleep in films. But I think it's disrespectful. But I, I fell asleep in the Mummy. <sighs> I remember the Mummy has one quite fun bit when Russell Crowe becomes Doctor Hyde. <laughs> <Bide. laughs> And, but it's fun because he's just so insane. The like, ladies will actually- love us! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he becomes like this like proper, like, cockney, peaky blinders
2: gangster. Don't insult his accents, he gets very minutes. angry about that. Mm.
4: It made quite a lot of money <laughs> as, as well. It couldn't have done. I mean, ish. It didn't make enough
0: to to warrant carrying the Wooden Dark and universe, to, yeah. No. The
3: ending is insane.
0: I don't even remember the ending.
3: He gets all the powers. Of of the mummy, and
2: now he's the mummy, and that's oh, the start yeah. of the franchise.
0: I forgot about that.
2: It's oh, yeah, so that odd. He yeah, has had really he odd. has had some missteps. Let's just say that <laughs>
4: he has. Well, I mean, There's it's, that eight it's that, on that film as well. that, that, that tanked, so then you'd get something like the Invisible Man instead. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. So every well, cl- every cloud, cloud say, every cloud.
0: I was just gonna say, like, so the doc Universe has died a death. However, with the Invisible Man and Wolfman's coming out in a few years with. Ryan Gosling and Lee Winell in it. If we could get like Lee Winell and Tom Cruise doing a Dark Universe entry for th- in this new kind of updated version, I would watch the shit out of that.
4: Because It'd I be fun, yeah.
0: That would be really good because Lee Winell loves his kind of action directing. <sighs> and if he could give Tom Cruise a sweet one take action scene to do, No-hoo! that would be nice. Sign yeah. me talking. Yeah, and that could so be the could... horror that Tom Cruise hasn't done. Well, exactly, exactly. That is that's the missing link to his entire career. So, so Tom, so it, if you're can... listening,
2: uh, and
0: you do that, we we want some money. Yeah, <laughs> just give us your five pound Patreon subscription, mate.
3: That's all we I, need. I, I know you're trying to wrap it up the small little little thing no, no, no. as well with Mission Impossible. Mm. The next, the next one's a two-parter. And I are, need to know like how it is a two-parter
4: I don't and what know how they're trying I feel to about do about that. Because mm. absolutely love uh, you mentioned it. I think I can't remember who it was, but we mentioned it earlier that you know they change directors. There's a lengthy gap between yeah. the films. So then suddenly yeah. having the same director. I know he's done two previous ones as well. And then a year apart, I think they're scheduled to be as well. Yeah. So they're filming seven and eight at the same time. Yeah, they are. Uh, it just seems what like kind over- of peril overkill. Is he going to yeah, be in overkill to an extent? <laughs> like. It can't get any worse than the Syndicate, surely. But I mean, the casting is stacked as well. You've got Hayley Atwell's joining it. Um, yes.
2: Vanessa Kirby's cool. back. Yes. Yes.
4: Uh, Renner potentially in the mix as well. I don't know if he's. No, I, or... no, I, I don't
2: think he's back.
4: Ah, then they brought I do back quite him like him in that. But obviously Peg Rames. as well from the first one. Yeah, Kittridge. I think he's back for both possibly. Becca Ferguson, is she back? Yes, in? she Probably. is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Simon Peg, um, Ving Rhames, they're all back. Obviously Wasn't because Assault was back.
3: supposed to be in it, but he dropped out because of scheduling? Maybe. Yeah. I
4: kind of hope um, his wife's in it again. I know, I know they. she probably won't be after the last one, but she, she's an underused character in it.
2: I think they've... they've oh, I think they've left that quite nicely. Angela Bassett's
4: back as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Plum. I don't they know how you pronounce the name. Cavill. Mantis from Guardians is in it as well. Pom
0: or oh, Pom Clemente. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Henry Cavill Shea, is, is Shea, is dead, Wiggum, as We well. saw that. End. What a <laughs> what a cast, mate. What a cast. It is a great cast. I mean, do either, Do you reckon? Because it's a two part. Is this going to be the end of the Mission Impossible franchise? I think
4: that's what it has to be
0: building to no? Mm.
3: I think so. I think he knows that he can't continue to drag it out to an extent. Yeah. It might be the end. I think, you know, yeah, I think wow. It
2: might be the end of Ethan Hunt. I can't imagine It might not be the end of But then I can't well, Benji. imagine Benji ever going Benji, back Benji to being it. the main part. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well that's what he's always Simon <laughs> <for laughs> Pegg gets shredded and becomes or, an action or, star. Or uh,
4: Luther maybe. Although Luther's probably older than Tom Cruise, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is. yeah.
0: But then I can't imagine them ever making a mission Impossible without Tom Cruise. I think <laughs> Once you've made eight films with Tom Cruise as the lead, I thought
2: you should. I thought it. that's why they they're, they're not calling them seven and eight. There will be a name for them. That's why they've gone Ghost Protocol, like Fallout, Rogue Nation. The only Fallout. one that's
4: had a n- a number is the is two, isn't it? The rest of all had and three. Oh, it was three, three. I think three two and well, three yeah. had, yeah, yeah. Ghost yeah. Protocol, Rogue Nation, and then uh, Fallout. Fallout. Yeah. But the, technically, Fallout. we should be getting seven uh, in like the next seven, five or six I months. I think. Yeah. Um, you can but, see what stressed then. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm he's not... got deadlines. Well, he's 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 got the two big films for this year: MI7 and uh, Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, that is. Um, unless Top Gun's uh, delayed to next year, I don't that, know. Well, could, I can't.
0: Ooh, that, surely they're not going to release those two at the same like month.
4: No, I'm guessing what would happen is they'd move Top Gun to summer. Oh yeah, I J- think July, it's scheduled for July. July it's scheduled for then and then, and then, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. Mission is yeah. scheduled for November December happy christmas wow
0: yeah yeah that would be sick fingers crossed we can get to the cinema oh platform. please god
4: let me in <laughs> <laughs> double, dose so, of, so, double dose of double dose of cruiseness i there have to go. see what, top what? gun
2: maverick on an imax screen on the biggest screen i can get to oh
4: mission would be but amazing in imax as well like the last just, one just
0: was... from the trailers alone mm-hmm. top gun 2
4: looks amazing it does like the plane sequences look just jaw-dropping
2: mm-hmm. so what has he got he's got coming up he's got that mission impossible the live die repeat well, th- and repeat film and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's
4: actually happened, but that's they've been so quiet on that. That is um, that's a
0: thing. I'm sure they've said that it's gonna. It, it's I reckon he'll out, do
4: that after he's done the two mission, the yeah. two mission films, because um, yeah. he's got so much on his plate,
2: and he's going to space,
4: and he's yeah, doing the Doug Liman film in space as well. Unless that's yeah. Edge of Tomorrow too.
2: <laughs> oh my <Ooh>. god,
4: <laughs> that would be a great. Well, it would make sense.
2: Yeah. Hey, we can see what other certain um, film uh websites do and just make up stuff and we can release that rumor <laughs> right <laughs> is
0: it star <laughs> 2 is in space confirmed by jump cut online yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes no not
0: from us exclusive
4: from, you you heard it here first from <laughs> from trusted sources
0: <laughs> oh good point yeah sorry i didn't name the source uh, from from a source uh <laughs> <laughs> but then that could be that in a year's time we get Tom Cruise on this, being like, "You guys were
2: the first to break the news," and we were like, "I know, Tom, we were there on the, the forefront of the whole thing." I like to think <laughs> that would be. I do like to think he's going to listen to this because I think he reads and listens to everything about him.
0: If not, yeah. one of these people
2: must. Because
0: we'll we'll send it to him. We'll be like, Tom, hey, here's a podcast just for you. We've recorded it in your honor. I'm, and I'm sure he'll listen to it. I'm sure he will.
2: There's nothing negative in there at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just don't tell jay corner oh
2: god
0: <laughs> it turns out he's best friends with jay <laughs> oh God! Oh man right i think that is a lovely place to wrap it up um this has been a wicked podcast i have really enjoyed doing it
4: Absolute this. blast
0: it's been yeah it's just lovely to kind of have a time to celebrate someone who has had such an impact on all of us and also just all of cinema in general over the last 40 years. Yeah. And I think he has made films for everyone to enjoy in some way. I don't think I know anyone who has ever disliked every single Tom Cruise film. Because Does that person me. exist? Oh, exactly. I'm not sure they do. I so don't want to meet him. <laughs>
4: <I'm sure if laughs> get in touch. Do, um, get in touch. I'm are sure he's it? on Twitter yeah. last night.
0: <laughs> Yeah, please do. Um But if you are listening to this, thank you for listening. Um If you want to tweet us at jumpcut underscore online or at JumpCast underscore for our official podcast account. Uh, please let us know and tweet us what are your favourite Tom Cruise performances, and we will kind of try and get back to you and talk about all things Tom Cruise on the Twitter Twittersphere. Um, but I just want to say a big thank you again to my three fabulous guests. Um, thank you again to Sam. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been a joy, mate. Thank you very much for talking about all things collateral with me today as well. It's been wicked.
4: <laughs> uh, thank you to Chris. Absolute pleasure, mate, as always.
0: It's been wicked, loved it, and thank you to Dave. Oh, thanks for letting me talk out loud to people. So, thank you for that, <laughs> mate. Welcome back to the to the real world in 2021. Eh? What a way to get back onto the podcast world! Yes. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. If you are, this is obviously a Patreon exclusive. Um, so if you would like to tell everyone how good our podcast stuff are, like this one, please get your friends to subscribe to our Patreon. We've got lots of things coming up this year. I am going to be kind of spearheading some lots of good Patreon podcasty type stuff this year that I'm really excited to get to and you'll hear lots of stuff like this. So thank you for listening, hope you enjoyed it and I will see you on the next one. Thank you and goodbye.